So the party has been building a monster it thought it could control. And part of that is you see the destruction of the American cities and the party tearing down the police forces, which is a good old Marxist tactic, by the way. It's happened out throughout history. Tear down the police, tear down the rule of law, then look back and say, wow, capitalism can't even control crime. That's exposing the illusion of control. Justin Trudeau is right now experiencing and becoming acquainted with the illusion of control. But there's more to this. It's not just COVID stuff. It's not just crime stuff. It's also Jimmy Carter coming out and saying the elections are stolen. Well, one in particular well, at the same time, we're told, no, it's safest, most secure in history, but more data now on the illusion of control over the American election system. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Yesterday, when I was doing the show prep for this and going through the, uh, doing our five-minute focus, it occurred to me, and I said it in the five-minute focus yesterday, which is just our way of just giving you guys an idea of what I'm prepping for. Often when you hear the five-minute focus pieces, uh, that's actually going on during show prep. It just hits me. Okay, here's what I feel like I need to say. Man, this is the time. God put Justin Trudeau right there. And he put the dictator of New Zealand right there during this time. That's allowed that person, those people to act as bosses. Do you remember when the dictator of New Zealand said this? And importantly, because I know this is a question many Aucklanders have, you can now see family and friends again in their homes and use the bathroom inside. Luxury. (laughs) No, she was serious. She She had been telling New Zealanders, if you go visit friends... You can't use the bathroom. (laughs) The Lord lets these people set up these fiefdoms. And he lets the people who allow fiefdoms and people who turn to man for their salvation, he lets us roll around in the pigsty of that ideology that people will save us. And then like the prodigals that so many of us are, we go back and we say, wow, God's a better boss than a woman who contends to tell you visiting the home of a friend or a loved one, you can't use the bathroom. And yet the illusion of control is beginning to crack. Now, this is a, this is also a biblical phrase, by the way, a a double-edged sword. Because the illusion of control is one of the tactics that Marxists and Marxist agitators and organizers are teaching the little kids on the streets, little kids in adult bodies in Antifa and Black Lives Matter Incorporated. The the street soldiers of the party are being taught that it is an illusion of control. If there's enough of you 
and you enact violence on a big enough scale, it's very difficult for the police to stop you, particularly if you're operating in the separate country of Seattle or Portland or Knoxville, where we've seen utter, and it's not chaos, it's utter battle for control. And what they will talk about in these organizing meetings is they will bring up the dynamic of the illusion of control. And they will show these Marxist street soldiers that, look, I know that you've been brought up your whole life to fear the police, but if there's enough of you, you don't need to. And they normalize the behavior of mocking cops and then eventually attacking cops. And that comes hand in hand with dehumanizing them. And it starts, in fact, with the dehumanizing the pigs and the, and the murderers. And it, it comes in the same package it's always come, which is wrapping it up in ungodly hatred of your fellow man because we will love thy neighbor as we love thyself. We love ourselves. It's always the same tactic. I do contend that there is a spirit that exists, that this is this spirit's game. And it is the opposite of the Holy Spirit. So there is a, the double-edged sword part of this is there is a very negative dynamic when you get to the illusion of control because God is a God of order and predictability and freedom plus responsibility. The other side is an entity of chaos and lies and murder. And order is an enemy in that regard, because if you look at what the what what Satan does is he destroys order in everything because he can't make anything. The great illusion um, that Satan undergoes that, that he puts people through is he twists things because he can't make things. So you have the reality of the things that God makes And then you have the illusion of what Satan twists. So he will take God's words and he will twist them. And I was reading about this in a great article. It's in this, in this uh, podcast series, in the Substack notes that when the serpent went to Eve, he, he said to her, did God really say you can't eat from the trees? Well, he knew that wasn't the case. God had, in fact, provided the garden for Adam and Eve. But he started with this. Let's let's question this. Let's get you questioning. And then, of course, twisting the words of God because he himself can make nothing. So there is as he has this desire for chaos and questioning and and disorder in every regard. I mean, that an original sin, of course, led to Cain, uh, Cain and Abel. And then throughout, and I was just reading about the uh, the three original sins that uh, or three sins that uh, that came very quickly committed. So there is this double edged sword to the illusion of control. But what Justin Trudeau is finding out individuals are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy and our fellow citizens daily lives it has to stop what he is finding out is that there is a limit and what he is finding out is the same thing bosses throughout history have learned is that human beings we have we we are programmed to be free 
We are we're programmed to not be rats in a cage. And it requires counter programming to make us rats in a cage. And this this is this is a key aspect of the way Satan works because we desire freedom. He confuses freedom with chaos. He confuses wrapping yourself up in sin and desires of the flesh. He confuses that in our minds with freedom. Well, I'm free. I, I, I can do completely as I wish. I am my own God. Yes, right now you have agency, but you actually are in fact imprisoning yourself. You are in fact playing into the hands of that entity which would permanently imprison you within his own misery because he is destined for misery. He's going to be punished. It's it's his misery he wants you to be permanently enjoined to. God, on the other hand, is saying, no, it is my freedom. I want you to live in this freedom state. I want you to be readopted into the family. I want you to re-experience the garden. But Satan twists these things into, no, freedom means acting against the will of God, acting against order. And I look, I get that this is very tempting. I, I, I have lived a life. Right? I'm in my 50s. There, there's plenty of times where I was taking great advantage of, well, I'm I'm just living free and and I'm currently in, engaged in an apology tour of, of sorts. Truly, going about and finding people whom I, I treated in an ungodly manner. And this led to some interesting discussions and some of them very fruitful. Some of them, well, no, in fact, all of them very fruitful. So Justin Trudeau is experiencing now, God said, let there be truckers. Let there be a spirit of freedom. Let people understand injustice. Now, I don't know how many of the truckers uh, um, know the Lord. It's Canada. And Canada has done a great job of of allowing the church to be stomped out. That's one of the, the great things the Canadian voters have done. I'm being sarcastic. But Canadians have allowed themselves to see churches stomped out of existence in their country which allows then this vacuum because nature abhors a vacuum, so do people. And, and this is so biblical. It's, it's so remarkable to me that, that the Hebrew people led out of Egypt, led out of, of slavery, that the things they watched, I mean, just take this to a human level. Let's say that you... There's a dude and he wants to fight you and you're thinking, oh, I I can take this guy. He's not that big. And so you step to him and he says, hey, just before we fight, just I just want to show you something. And let's say that he goes over and puts two hands through uh, some steel wall and then and then kicks it down and does backflips or whatever and comes back and says, "Okay, you're ready to go. You might look at that and go, actually, I, I'm rethinking this. No, I no, no, I don't want to fight you. And if you think of what, what the Hebrew people saw God accomplish on their behalf, and the moment Moses goes to the mountain to receive God's commandments, 
they say, hey, Moses is gone. Let's make ourselves a golden calf so we can party and have orgies. And Moses' brother, Aaron, is, okay, well, give us some gold. I'll make you a calf. Then Satan takes this desire, this, this innate need in us for the Almighty, and he twists that too. And God has chosen Justin Trudeau for this time, and he has chosen truckers for this time. And I'm not saying that the truckers are animated by God. I, I bet many of them are. I bet far more truckers follow God Almighty than members of Parliament in Canada. So they've gone out and they've blockaded. And they're now legitimately blockading entrances in and out of Canada with these massive trucks. And they're going across the North American border. Fox News reports this. There's thousands of people stuck in a U.S. city, and that's not fun for them. And there's going to be people who turn against them because, look, I'm on record. Now, I come from the separate country. I don't come from, but I lived in the separate country of Seattle forever. I was on record saying, you know what? If you're one of the people who decides to block freeways so I have to listen or see your free speech, I'm going to warn you. If I'm first in line, I'm going to ask you to move. I'm going to warn you. And then I'm going to call 911. And I'm going to say I'm being held against my will. And if 911 doesn't respond by moving the people out of my way, if I'm first in line, I'm going to flash my lights. I'm going to roll my big truck forward at one mile an hour. I am going to give everybody an ample opportunity to move out of the way. It won't be my desire to harm anybody. God forbid, but I'm also not going to be imprisoned. The truckers gave warnings for weeks. For weeks, they said, this is what we're going to do. Justin Trudeau is experiencing the illusion of control. Listen again to his statement. And let me explain also the visuals of this. Justin Trudeau, the actor, and he is an actor, mask on when the cameras are on, mask off when they're not. He is an actor. He's been triple injected and he has the COVID and he's still telling people to get injected, even though it didn't help him a bit. And in all likelihood, there's yet more data on this. In all likelihood, the more COVID shots you get, the more compromised your immune system is. The question is, will it be compromised for the rest of your life? He's an actor. So in this scene, he is trying his very, very best to look horribly sincere. And behind him are some members of parliament, all of them wearing their stupid, stupid COVID theater woke mask. I think they're, I think they're all matching masks, by the way. I think they're all black. And when he says the word democracy, this dude behind him nods his head. Individuals are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy, and our fellow citizens' daily lives. It has to stop. So this is a guy quite suddenly, deeply, deeply concerned about the blockading of economies when he's not the one blockading. 
This is a guy who took orders just like so many world bosses took orders to pick and choose which businesses get to survive the selective lockdowns, which don't. This is a guy in his kingship, in his dictatorship, who was perfectly fine seeing small businesses just destroyed just as they were in the United States just as they continue to be in lockdown states like Washington state where the injection diktats are destroying restaurants, Washington state, by the way, still Jay Inslee, the dictator of Washington state won't lift the stupid mask diktat. And they're not really being lifted by the way, they're being suspended and they're still being foisted upon people who have not gotten the MRNA injection, even though there's no difference. So the Windsor-Detroit Tunnel, or the Port of Huron Water Bridge, um, is what people are telling people to take, what the authorities are telling people to take, because the other ways into Detroit are locked down because the trucks have lined the freeways. So the illusion of control, Justin Trudeau, is you can say all day long, this has to stop. The illusion of control, Justin Trudeau, is that you have the necessary force to go actually remove this massive tonnage of of trucks. The illusion of control, Justin Trudeau, is that you have enough Mounties or enough equipment to go tow these trucks out of the way. What you're going to have to do, and this is the part that is disconcerting, and the more I think of this, the more respect I have for my wife's position on this, what you're going to have to do and what he's going to have to do is make the truckers the bad guys. And an argument can be made. They're keeping people from work. They're keeping people from home. And that's a solid argument. And there's this. The control that Justin Trudeau pressed upon people as the dictator of Canada extends into their homes. Truckers are not forcing you to stay in your home. Truckers are not forcing you to put something in your body to allow the government to insert something into you. That's the realm of government. That's the realm of bosses. That's, by the way, actually the realm of God. You see, it is God who constructed our bodies. It is God who designed our bodies. It is God who can render ownership of our bodies anytime he chooses by bringing us home. When government has been allowed and welcomed like an inverse Holy Spirit into people's lives, we get into these biblical moments. The illusion of control the truckers are equating Justin Trudeau with is the illusion of control that God has done throughout history with Pharaoh. I mean, you think of Moses going to Pharaoh and God said, look, I'm going to harden his heart. And every time Moses went to Pharaoh and accomplished through God, these miracles and Pharaoh's conjurers were able to kind of mimic these, these miracles, these acts, these signs and these wonders. Eventually they weren't able to. 
And God's design there was to say, oh, yeah, let his conjurers do a couple of tricks. And then when I when I go out on a massive scale, on a godlike scale and change things and enact things and and turn rivers to blood and release the flies, et cetera, and, and go through and take the lives of the firstborn unless they have the, the lamb of God or pardon me, the blood of lambs on their doors on their doorways. Then Pharaoh's people can't do that. Justin Trudeau is experiencing what every ungodly leader eventually experiences. Now, the question is, how does this end peacefully? Justin Trudeau could end it today. And he has the perfect excuse to end it. He just has to pretend the science has changed. Which is what we talked about in the first hour today. Same thing that the blue state dictators are pretending that the science has changed. And there's still, though, there's still companies. There are still companies who are insisting that people get injected in order to work there. I'm going to um, have an interview airing with a doctor who has set up a, a clinic in Idaho. And it's, it's, it's so much a thing of God. People who are reaching out to him to help and, and the, the tools that God has granted him. It's incredible. And he has people working there and, and coming in from out of state. Please, please, please let me come and work at your clinic because it's a clinic based upon medical freedom. So there's a whole bunch of, in fact, I, I have a discussion coming up with a young man, um, second discussion, who wants to start at-home medical care. He's an EMT and, and, and he wants to start that. This is a response of people saying, I will not take these injections. You may be working for a big company. Let's say that you've got a retirement plan and, and they've come and said you have to get injected in order to continue to work there. That happened to people in Boeing in Seattle. And a bunch of them got in touch with my friend, Zach Abraham, the chief investment officer of Bulwark Capital Management. And they said, look, we want to use, they have a, a program at, at Boeing called Velo, early retirement. And we're wondering if we could use that. Most of them thought they could not. But after Zach looked into their situation and crunched the numbers with them and looked at what was possible, um, more than half of them found out they could actually retire now. So, hey, Boeing, oh, you want me to get injected? Nah. You know what? Let's turn the tables. I'm going to have you pay me to not work. So this may be possible for you as well. And do you want to know? Well, find out. So with Zach and Bulwark Capital Management, what their focus is, is risk management. So the first thing they're going to look at with you is what risk would this put you at in terms of your retirement and ability to enjoy that fruitfully? And look, he has the experience to guide you through this. You've heard him on the program. He's been through it and had to rebuild. And now all these years later, he's such a great steward of other people's money and his own. So just find out. Call Zach. See if you're ready to retire. 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. Let's pray that in Canada, there's a peaceful resolution that Justin Trudeau will simply encounter a change in the science. Because all he needs to say to make this go away is, nah, you don't have to get injected. If he doesn't say, yeah, you don't have to get injected, he's going to have to figure out a way to have actual control 
over thousands and thousands of truckers with hundreds of, of thousands of tons of truck that will have to take a psychological position. It will have to be blaming the truckers. It, they cannot physically go move these things, which goes back to the illusion of control. And this is going to be extended into the United States. And incidentally, the illusion of control doesn't have to be on these monumental levels. The illusion of control can be exposed in school boards, in schools. Principals saying, oh, your kid can't opt out of sex ed. Well, yeah, I can. He's opting out. Well, but you're going to be in trouble. Nah, I'm not listening to you. With all due respect, Principal Jones, no. We're not, we're not doing that. You get enough parents to do this and say, yeah, we're not showing up. Not this week. You get enough parents, as has happened in separate countries of Washington state, you've seen a 30 to 40% decrease in kindergarten kids and first graders going to these schools. And what are we seeing? They're now coming back in the separate country of Washington state and saying, well, we know that, that schools are traditionally funded based upon the number of kids who are here, but we need to change that. We need you to pay for empty seats. It's exposing them again. They had a lock on the school system. You eat with what are parents going to do? Are they going to homeschool? It's the illusion of control. Yeah, guess what? We have control. We're going to homeschool our kids. You've seen a 30 to 40% decrease in Oregon schools and California schools, particularly for young kids. Parents are not putting their kids into the machine. And suddenly the machine's coming back and saying, wait a minute, I thought we owned the parents. Which now further exposes them which is such a godly thing to expose the bosses for what they are. And then they give you a choice. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss, or meet your heavenly father. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. Canada is a great example of people inviting the spirit of human bosses into their lives. Not rejecting human bosses in their lives. Canada is a great example. California is becoming a great example. The more people who flee California, the more Gavin Newsom, who's now, he's now come out and said, oh, we're going to drop the, the mass diktats for the people who've been injected but not for the people who haven't been injected. And we know there's no difference. It's just more division. It's just another way to act like they're now seeing the signs differently. Joe Biden's, the people who run Biden are sticking with this. We have always been able to have no masks. That has always been within our capability simply by not wearing them. Right? The nominal Republican weak Brad Little in Idaho, he didn't want to lift the mask diktat. He had to because people stopped wearing them. And Brad Little's response was, well, you know what? If, if I insist that people, particularly in North Idaho, wear this stuff and they refuse, that's going to expose me as unable to enforce it. So he lifted it. 
Justin Trudeau can say anytime he wants to, well, the science has changed and, and Omicron is not as, as it's, it's not as bad as the other variants. And, and we don't need to do, this should be voluntary. Or he could come and say, so many truckers have already done this, that it's not, it's not the problem it was. We've seen such voluntary compliance. He can do all of that, but he knows that, in fact, puts the light on him that you never had control. And this is biblical because God is constantly showing bosses like this. You have no control, but that which I grant you. And so what sort of control does God grant leaders? He grants them godly control. Justice-based control. Fairness. They are not to bully. They are not to pick winners and losers. It's an ungodly proposition to do that. Most fundamentally, they are not to cause people to violate the word of God. As school bosses are doing by teaching little kids that that sex feels good and they should do it at all times and with all people and anytime they choose and with as many people as possible. And teaching them to hate their neighbors. God is exposing these bosses. He's showing you an opportunity to exert your control and our control. And part of that is voting with our feet which is going on in the schools and it further exposes who they are. Now, America on a big scale is going to experience the illusion of control. It's experiencing it now. There is a form is called um, military counseling form four, eight, five, six, which is going around. It's an attempt to bully service members into getting injected. And it's just filled with utter lies which proves, again, the illusion of control, even in the military. Now, this is terribly dangerous. It is. When military bosses stop being leaders and start being bosses and start issuing orders that are blatantly lie-filled and soldiers justifiably say no, that's the very, that's literally a double-edged sword. My friends at Allen Soaps sent us a package last night. In fact, my, my wife bought more soap from them. And we got another package, another quality uh, soap delivery. And what feels so good about this is every time this happens, it's either my daughter or my wife opens the package and they go in and they can't wait to see the picture of Allen that comes within the package. And this is part and parcel of the reason Allen Soaps was created by, by fathers. Father's name is John. He wants his son to have the dignity of work, but also the dignity of understanding that he provides great products to people. And something that thrills Alan, who is profoundly affected by autism, and this is the core of John's company, Alan's Soap, Alan's Artisan Soaps. Okay, Alan's Artisan Soaps was founded for the dignity of work to provide a great product, soap made in the United States with all natural ingredients, but also that Alan gets to hear from people 
that he is providing value. It is very meaningful for him to get these notes from people saying, oh my gosh, I just got the soap. I love this scent. I love the way that this lathers up. That's so meaningful for a young man whom other people would say, look, you know what? You, you, you can't contribute to society. And yet he does his homework every day. He's a diligent young man. Um, there are three sons. John has three sons. Alan is the namesake of Alan's soaps. Alan's artisan soaps. And his brother will eventually have a line of soap coming out as well. So when you buy soap from Allen's Artisan Soaps, this is allenssoaps.com. Use my name, Todd, when you check out allenssoaps.com, A-L-A-N-S, soaps.com. When you do that, $1 for every bar of soap this month, $1 for every bar of soap, will go to the Special Olympics, which is another way to show people, hey, you thought you had limits? Well, they're not the limits you thought you had. In fact, you can blow past those limits. And every time soap is sold and people write back and celebrate the soap, that means something to Alan. The hard work was worth it. Doing your homework and going to school and coming home and working at your soap company is worth it. So go to allensoaps.com. That's allensoaps.com. Use my name, Todd, when you check out. Make sure a dollar for every bar of soap sold goes to the Special Olympics. There is this form, it's called Military Counseling Form 4856, and people continue to send this to me, people in the military and people who've been in the military, and listen to the lies in this, and this is the danger, and the military better understand this, and the people who run our voting system better understand this, we'll get into that in a second, Margot Cleveland has another brilliant article detailing the illusion of control in the American electorate, in, in, the, in the vote counting. So this is from this form from the military. Number one, the purpose of the COVID-19 vaccines is to prevent the spread of the COVID-19 disease. No, it's a lie. You're lying. The U.S. military is lying. That is not their purpose. Never has been. Their own paperwork admits that they were never, ever, ever designed to stop the spread. So number one thing they say is a lie. Do you know how dangerous this is? You're setting up a dynamic with people who have pledged to take orders as part of our military and part and parcel of that is that the leaders of the military have pledged to uphold the United States constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. And they've done that. So help me God, the very statement. So help me God, God will help you so long as you are being godly. When you start your counseling form, which is really a bullying and threatening form with a lie in the very first thing you just violated One of the easiest to understand commandments, thou shalt not lie. Number two, the COVID-19 disease may be present in uh, in a possible area of operation. Sure, true. Okay, so hey, look at that. You said something true. Number three, the COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective at preventing the COVID-19 disease and reducing the risk of severe illness and death. No, all those are lies. They're not effective at any of that. They can delay For a couple of weeks, people getting sick. And they appear to destroy people's immune systems and it doesn't prevent the disease. So that's that's two statements, two or probably three statements, two lies. Well, actually three, four lies. COVID-19 vaccines reduce the risk of people spreading the virus. No, it doesn't. There's no such thing as a breakthrough case. These are now expected. Then they get into the orders. You are hereby ordered to become fully vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine that has received full licensure from the Food and Drug Administration. Okay, then go get me. 
okay, military, go get me the actual drug that's been given full licensure. Because guess what? That's not what's going in people's arms. Go get the actual drug that's been licensed. If you believe you should be granted a medical exemption, then discuss this with your healthcare provider. If you've already been vaccinated, you must provide proof. Well, and that vaccinated, what does that mean? There are no vaccines. These are not vaccines. They're therapeutics, maybe. The danger in this is it exposes not just the lack of control or the illusion of control as military people who were ready to pledge their lives, their careers in this incredibly honorable pursuit are now saying, nah, I'm out. It also exposes this risk that you're now habituating illegal, unconstitutional, immoral, and blatantly lie-filled, dishonest orders which presents to honest military members a decision. Do you follow a lie? Do you participate in a lie? Do you allow the government to stick something in you when they're lying about the purpose of sticking it in you? And this this exposes a dangerous dynamic, and we can all see this in terms of the military. Jimmy Carter... (laughs) <laughs> you you know, illusions. Jimmy Carter <laughs> has said that if there was a full investigation, it would show that Trump lost in 2016. He was put into office because the Russians interfered on his behalf. We're back to this. Illusion of control. Hillary Clinton and her dark ops people at this utterly disgraced, what I call former law firm, Perkins Coie, which is now simply, in my judgment, a political money laundering machine, they had it all worked out. They were going to push Trump into the nomination. They wanted him. Remember that Slick Willie, I was, I love that when President, uh, when uh, no, Rush Limbaugh, God, God rest him, invented <laughs> the name Slick Willie. Slick Willie, oh, it's a perfect name. So when, when, when Bill Clinton You know, Trump talked about running Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah, yeah, do that, uh, Don. Because, you know, they should be friends. So they had it all worked out. They had the control. Hillary didn't even campaign in Wisconsin. Why? It's just Wisconsin. They had it under control. And what happened? We know the history. What then happened? God exposed illusions on great levels. He exposed monumental lies. We now know, thanks to God and thanks to God using President Trump in this regard, we now know that the nation's highest court is, first of all, not the Supreme Court because it has to operate in public. The FISA court that John Roberts has as his own playground is the nation's highest court. It's a secret court. That's been exposed. It is not illegal to lie to the FISA court if you are an FBI boss. This creates a terrible dynamic. We should have great respect for our nation's top law enforcement agency, but how can we? puts us in a bind where would we turn for trust 
and God we trust. It's on our money. Godly people in charge of this country would not allow that sort of deception. That sort of aggressive lying to the country. Godly people would not say things. Hours after the election, godly people did not go about saying this was the safest, most secure election in history. Why? Because godly people know that they didn't know that. Godly people know there's no ranking system in the United States for the safe election and secure election versus unsafe and insecure. That's never existed. That's never existed. I appreciate you being a loyal supporter of this program. Many of you came over from the Seattle radio show. Many of you came over uh, when you learned about me guest hosting for uh, for the great departed where Shumba God rest him. Many of you are finding out about the show through friends. And if you came in and a friend sent you an episode and you said, okay, yes, this is a podcast I'm going to subscribe to. I'm going to support it. I want to see it grow. Can you do us and your friend a good turn and turn around and tell people about the show? If this is an episode that means something to you, that you like these big picture shows that we do around things like the illusion of control, and you think people need to understand the dynamic of the illusion of control and all the ways in which it's being shown and displayed and manifested in our country and in Canada and New Zealand, just drop your friends an email. Just take this episode, share it with them and say, this is, this is a podcast I enjoy. Here's an example of why I enjoy it. We're finding out that sharing through email actually gets us around the mail chump blockade and, and so many uh, you know, big tech is trying to stop everybody like us. So if you like this particular episode, share it with friends. And then if you came in because a friend shared it with you, make sure you return the favor, please. And that is so meaningful to us. Margot Cleveland is a terrific writer at The Federalist who can dig into details. I am so, I, I don't want to say jealous of because that's a terrible emotion. I admire so much people who can organize their thoughts and write in this way. Um, she has a piece out um, February 7th, 2022. Exclusive whistleblower videos show systemic issues with Pennsylvania elections. I will go through this audio and pull some of this for you and see if we can get Margot on the show. What, what happened is a whistleblower went in to a Pennsylvania election office. This is the um, Delaware County. 80% of Delaware County, Pennsylvania precincts lacked a valid chain of custody for provision of ballots cast in the November 2020 elections. That single paragraph... That single paragraph should call into question every single county in Pennsylvania, which I contend to this day was illegally given to Joe Biden. I contend that on the basis that it was not the state legislature who changed the voting laws at the last minute. It was an act of a single person. The United States Constitution in its control Right. This is the law. For federal offices, the state legislatures will decide how they are carried out. It wasn't the state legislatures. It was single people. That's another example of the illusion of control. You see, we follow the law voluntarily. We talked many, many years ago. We used to talk a lot about a low trust society. This is what you're getting. 
high trust societies, people follow the law, not because they're afraid of getting caught. People know it's unlikely they're going to get caught. They follow the law because everyone else does. It's a cultural norm. Low trust societies come about when everywhere you look, no one else is following the law. That's what we see. So this single paragraph, according to a new whistleblower video obtained by the Federalist, 80% of Delaware County, Pennsylvania precincts lacked a valid chain of custody for the provisional ballots cast in the November 2020 election. What that means, and again, this week we'll go through the audio in detail and, and see if we can get Margo on the program. What that means is that when provisional ballots, oh, do you have ID? No, I just moved here. Do you know your address? No, I forgot it. Oh, what? let's just do a provisional ballot. Do you vote in this district? I think so. Well, let's just do a provisional ballot. They have no idea where they came from. 80% of the time, did this come from a voting box? Don't know. Did someone bring this in? Uh-huh. Did it actually come from the district? Uh-huh. It gets worse than that. As you read through the article, you find out that they, when people came in with a, uh, a freedom to know or a right to know request, like it's a Freedom of Information Act type request, they actually, as I understand the article, they actually manufactured evidence. When they didn't have the evidence, they manufactured it. And again, the illusion of control that God is allowing rears its face. There's no control over those ballots if there's no chain of custody. If there's no chain of custody, they can't be called legitimate. Provisional ballots in and of themselves are a terrible idea. You have all year to prepare for an election. And there's all sorts of things we can do on the ID front. Fine, make ID free. Well, it's not free, but make taxpayers pay for people's ID so no one can come and say, I can't afford an ID in order to vote. But what this does and what it exposes is the control the Mockingbird media used to have over us. That we had no choice but to follow them on this stuff. The election that was just held was the safest, most secure in history. I'm Grim Milestone. Federal agents say any talk of any form of any skullduggery or even incompetence is not just a lie. It's a violent and sick lie that's leading to the deaths of children, racism, and other isms. I'm Grim Milestone. Well, they don't have that control. And I do question why the party allows these information pieces to slip out. Because God is in charge. (laughs) Because God is showing us this. Now, if we vote like we pray, and we refuse to support people who are not godly people, and we actually have godly people in office, godly people have to look at this and say, wait, we can't have this dishonesty. We're called to be stewards of this land that God allows us to occupy. We're called to steward his word. And godly people would recognize that you can't maintain stewardship as you're maintaining this rampant deception. But it's here that we come full circle. Right back to the top of the show. It is the street thugs 
with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. It is the street thugs who've been taught the illusion of control. It's an old Marxist trick. They're using the illusion of control with cops and they're making it real. Satan cannot create things. He can twist things. Marxists don't ever build anything. There's nothing Marxists build. They destroy. They're destroying cities like Seattle. They're murdering cities like Seattle. The county of King County is the the county in which Seattle sits. There is now a discussion in King County. Should we stop arresting suspects for certain nonviolent crimes? Well, like what? Oh, let's see. um, Nonviolent crimes, car theft, drug dealing, home burglaries, you know, nonviolent crimes. Failing to register as a sex offender, that's nonviolent. You raped a child, but you didn't register. So not registering, that's not violent. We shouldn't arrest you for that. You broke into someone's house and stole their stuff. Well, that's nonviolent. We shouldn't arrest you for that. You stole someone's car, the very thing they used to get their family money and food. That's not violent. Nah, we're not going to prosecute that. We're not going to arrest people for that. The reason this is happening is because the new prosecutor is actually going to prosecute the people who are working to murder the city of Seattle and the county of King, they know exactly what they're doing. They're taking the illusion of control that's always existed in a high trust society. People follow the law because everyone else does. They are matching what the Marxists are showing the street thugs. You can take on the cops and you can win. They're matching that. They're showing them that in fact now, In fact, you can enact chaos whenever you feel like it and we'll do nothing. They're taking what used to be the illusion of control and actually making it no control. And God is allowing it. And God is showing people, folks, this is Gotham. This is Gotham. Our choice, very evident to me, be on the side of God. This is an opportunity for you to help in terms of this podcast longevity. We've grown the cliches leaps and bounds. The specific is 64% month over month growth. That's because of you, because of sharing the podcast, also because of rating the podcast. It's one of the most important things you can do, particularly if you're new and you've just joined us, if you like the podcast and you think it deserves five stars, please give it five stars on the podcast platform you use. If you have some time, and I know everyone's busy, just one time go in and leave a note that describes your affection for the podcast. That helps us then really start to sustain attacks because they're coming. It's got to come. It also helps us as we seek distribution for the podcast and those talks are ongoing. We said no to one deal. It just wasn't right. And, and, and look, it's risky to say no to things like that. We said, no, it would have been a big distribution deal. Um, but ratings and good talk about the podcast on these platforms will give us other opportunities to have a, a distribution deal that works for us so that we can grow 10 times. Our goal this year is to grow the audience by 10 fold. So you can help in that regard. You know, on a personal note today, do you ever find yourself talking to God without knowing you're talking to God. 
sometimes the simplest things or sometimes the most tumultuous moments are times when you're talking to God. I find myself in self-talk from time to time when I'm talking to God and I, and, 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 and I don't even know and intend to talk to God. I'm, I'm getting back into a very bad habit I have. And I'm giving into this. And my bad habit is to get angry at people in front of me when I'm driving. Because in my sinful little gourd, I'm looking at them going, oh yeah, they're slowing me down. Yeah, that guy exists. <laughs> I told my wife, I think, look, this guy exists to slow me down. Oh, he saw me coming. So it's a, you know, it's a 55 and maybe I'm going 60 and oh, look at the guy pull out in front of me. Look at this. Oh, of course. Oh my gosh. It's a slow. He's a slow. I call people slow. He's a slow. Of course I'm getting a slow. And I'm talking to God. I am. God's listening. Now you can say that's a very, very tiny thing, can't you? In fact, it probably is a very tiny thing. And yet. I'm also starting to fill myself up with this hatred. I slow me down. And it goes beyond that. It goes well beyond that. I so worry about mixing God's word with my frustration about the party and quite frankly, my hatred for what they're doing to us. Because out of the same mouth from which I pray, I condemn. So in the small things, like someone pulling out in front of me, to the big things, watching Canada destroyed, perhaps, or saved, I condemn my fellow humans from the same mouth with which I pray to God Almighty. It's a time to remember our responsibility to be godly people. We cannot fight for the things of God using the tools of Satan. I do worry about it, particularly as I reflect upon shows like today. Great listener of mine sent me some songs and asked me to do a quick music review of a country music song. And by the way, people continue to say to me, I know you don't care for country music. That's that's not necessarily true. I care for a certain brand of country music very much. There's certain brands I don't care for. A lot of the modern country music I don't care for because I recognize the fact that they're just rewritten Def Leppard songs with a country twang. And I thought of that first and I'm bitter. I did. I I was the first to do ACDC in country. Come on. This is a song called We All Talk to God. And I want to really celebrate the fact that what the guy lays out here is a good old-fashioned country song with a good old-fashioned resolve and a good old-fashioned 145, take us back to the one, Aaron Lewis. And it's unabashedly sympathetic. It's unabashedly kind. And it's unabashedly direct. Straight out, we all talk to God. And I want to dedicate that little mini-music review to people who don't tell God things. Are you a person who's hiding a secret from God? Like you're scared, you're angry. You're not hiding it from him. He hears it. I love the bravery of this song. I love the sparseness of it. I love the way they just feature his voice. Aaron Lewis, we all talk to God. 
He was saying grace over a Tuesday blue plate special when the man in the next booth said, Don't you watch TV? Don't you know that God's a myth? I hate to see you waste your breath. Cause there ain't no use talking to a ghost that don't exist. The praying man said amen and looked up from his plate and said, You may not talk to God right now, but there's gonna come a day. Cause whether you're a farmer in the field Praying for the rain Or you curse him at the graveside Cause he called a loved one's name You can thank him, you can blame him Either way you're gonna face him Whether you believe in him or not Cause in the Everybody talks to God. I just ask that you pray with me. That as we talk about issues like this, and I'm the one doing the talking, that, that God would help me. God would help me do this in a godly way. It's so very difficult. Hardest thing I have to do is to put Justin Trudeau in my mind. And to not hate him. I admit it. Very difficult for me to not hate Joe Biden. Or Jen Psaki. But. Satan can't make anything. So he twists. Righteous indignation. Concern. Demands that people repent. To turn that into hatred of my neighbor. It's quite a trick. I reject it. And I rebuke it. And I ask the Holy Spirit's help in helping me actually mean it. This is the Todd Herman Show. We sure appreciate your support. Now, please go be well, be strong, be kind. And yes, as always, be right with God.